This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This Rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the Survive This System is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff. With your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, you folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Beautiful day. And first off, we have a voicemail from Jason. Go ahead, Jason. Hey, Jason here. I know you're getting sick of hearing my voice. So, in the case you're talking about, where you've got a specific module you're trying to get through, and you you know you're going to play for X number of sessions and all that, I would be really tempted to do. Maddie, put that back. No, sir. Your outside ball. I'd be really tempted to look at milestone advancement. So after two sessions, they go up one level. After two more sessions, they go up to another level, something like that. Which I know kind of sounds like cheating. In a long-term game, people talk about, well, with milestone, they don't have the incentive to go do this or that. But whatever. They know they're playing a module. They're going to play to get to the end of the module. And if you want them to advance at a certain rate, I think milestone advancement where basically, you know, you just you don't even worry about experience. You just fiat at the end of the session, they go up is the easiest way to do it. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. No, I'm not tired of hearing your voice. And say hi to Maddie for me. Must be a good doggy. I'll assume it's a doggy. Sounds like a doggy. Anyway, uh, yeah, milestone XP. That's the word I couldn't think of in the episode. Milestone XP. I've done it. For I guess for a module or one shot, well, one shots you really don't go anywhere unless you're doing, I don't know. But for I can understand why you want to do milestones for modules. But uh, the reason I'm having the the thought of doing regular XP, like you know, like you do in regular games, uh, even though I like milestones, the fact that I'm dealing with games that have different advancements. Uh, with different classes. Now, I guess you could go through and say, okay, this guy, these two guys are going to advance this session, but these two aren't. And to me, it seems that seems kind of, well, I feel the players are going to think of it as too arbitrary, even though you sit down like that. So I would reserve milestone XP for certain games, which have, like I said in the episode, one, one, one leveling track for everybody. That doesn't mean I can't, you know, hand out bennies for that other stuff, you know, special things. But yeah, that works best to me with games with one leveling track for everybody. But hey, thank you for 
for sending that in. I appreciate it. All right, last night I had a game. I had the Monday game. We're still in Eberron. It looks like we're getting involved in this auction to get this ledger for our for our the person who hired us and for our client. And we managed to we managed to circumvent the invitation only thing because we didn't have an invitation by climbing to the roof or actually going up to the roof as one of our members has a flying broom. So he just basically uses as an elevator. <laughs> but we got to the roof and went down. And so far, nobody's approached us. We just, we act like we belong there. And what I wanted to make is, it's an interesting point, while, while this game has its moments of excitement, there, for every... For every situation, like the murder mystery, or every situation we have, we have at least two sessions of role-playing, storytelling, which I don't mind at all, but this seems to be the kind of kind of the way our group is working now. You know, we have because everybody in our group, everybody likes to role-play and everybody likes to fight. So to me, I've got kind of a perfect storm going on here, but I was wondering in this episode, I was wondering what you think of stories that sort of veer one way or another, all combat or all storytelling. And do you, you know, some people run all combat, some people run all storytelling, you know, all role-playing. And we like a mix of the two, but sometimes it veers towards one for like four or five sessions and then to another. And it doesn't really seem to bother us, but I think it gets to Carlos. <laughs> Because if we we did we act, we actually did two shopping sessions in a row, or role playing sessions or whatever, and I can always tell when he wants to swing back. He says, "Okay, next time you guys are going to be in a fight. Next time there's we're going to fight. Next time there's going to be something going on, you know, physically." And I said, "Okay, fine." I just smile and just, "Okay, yeah." If we have to fight, we have to fight. If we have to role play, we have to role play. I love a group like this because they're not afraid to do either. There are some groups that just want to kill the monster. There's some groups that want to talk your ear off or, or role play and interact like crazy. And, you know, the extreme on either end is not good. If it's all combat, you might as well be playing a war game. If it's all role playing, why don't you go, why don't you go audition for a show or something? You know, you could role play to your heart's content with your character in a show and perform it. So the, I think we're striking the right balance, but we do have our ups and downs. And why don't you guys tell me if you guys got your ups and downs that way too. If you, How do you balance it? How do you find that right, that right sweet spot between the two and, you know, how the game goes pretty much? I'm going to go start my day, so why don't you tell me about that? You can drop me a line over at oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thanks, guys. Other good podcasts, Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Yalbear Podcast. We also have John, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries. Randy Nichols and Joe Harden over at Bicca's Geekus and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? 
comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.